Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Trauma Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Trauma Podcast is for parents, mostly mothers, in the trenches of motherhood. Um, way new today. We are in a new spot. Same room, new spot, no headphones on, which I feel a little naked right now. How do you feel? I feel like I'm not talking loud enough. It's really, <laughs> it's very weird really not weird. having the headphones on. But it's really it's nice. Cool, though. It's nice. It's a little bit more intimate. Um, we got rid of the white table because the white table joined us during COVID. That was the COVID table. It was the, like COVID the COVID table. podcast table. Yeah. It was six feet. Mm-hmm. It was six feet. And we decided that we were going to use that to keep separated. Not that we always <laughs> kept separated because we were pandemic support animals together. Yes. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, but we used it so we didn't get in trouble from other people saying that we were too close without masks on. So here we are. Yes. New look, new day. I, I wish people could see your wall. Um, yeah, I know we've, I, sometimes when I'm stressed, mm-hmm. I need creative stuff and Lindy designs all of our stuff now for the most part. So I don't always get the creative outlet I need. So, all right. But today we are going to talk about screen time and kids. Yes. Um, we are coming to this, we haven't wanted to cover this because we're coming from it from a very unscientific point. Like, so if you want to know like what the screens are doing to your children's brains, like for real, Mm -hmm. um, or how long they're supposed to be listening to them or looking at them or doing whatever with them, um, this is not the podcast. This is the podcast for giving yourself grace with said screens, ways to make Mm -hmm. it work, educational things. And all of the above. You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. So it's really interesting. Like when I first had Nathan almost 11 and a half years ago, like... Mm -hmm. Like ABC Mouse on the computer was pretty much like the only real option. I mean, I'm sure there were like iPhones and iPads, but everything was expensive. Like other than a TV or just in general. (laughs) I love this. I'm totally not considering a TV a screen. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I think I had some baby Um, Einstein. Yeah, no, we had TV. And I think he, Linux was into Mickey Mouse. The clubhouse. Nathan's shows, he loved Daniel Tiger. He also loved Jake and the Neverland Pirates on Disney. Jake and the Neverland (laughs) Pirates. And I haven't had a kid really get into that. Like, they're into newer stuff now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was a parent who started and said, no screen time. It's not going to happen. My kid's not going to watch a screen. Actually, we're going to get rid of all the TVs in the house. Um, Did you really? um, Well, I mean, we thought about it. extreme? But it didn't. It didn't. It happen. didn't happen. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. Um, but we always laugh around here at Latch Mama about like the age between, like, when they're all over the place and when they can actually watch a show. Mm-hmm. Because you know we have kids who come to work with their parents, and you know they kind of start to age out at about eighteen months because they want to be everywhere. Right. But they won't sit and watch a screen yet, so it's a little bit hard to you know kind of balance yeah. work and stuff. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Did you have screen time rules? Like, like before, like before they get old enough to ask for it. Like, did you have like boundaries that you set in your mind? No. You just take it a day at a time. Mm-hmm. And what you need. Well, I think that I day. was just straight survival. I'd be like with Lennox. 
we had some little baby Einsteins where I'd put something, you know, on, um, yeah, whether I needed to eat a meal or something like that. But yeah. to be honest, like that was, it was just such a difficult time for me. Like you're just thrown into motherhood really with, you have maybe some expectations, but really yeah. you have no idea what the hell you're doing and it is difficult. And I was just literally just trying to make it through the day until my husband came home. Like yeah. that was, it was kind of like survival. Yeah. And it's so hard. Cause I feel like screen time is one of those things, like so many other things that like can go through your mind all day long about mistakes you're making mm-hmm. or like they shouldn't oh, be yeah. watching TV. I should be sitting with them on the floor yeah. we should be playing blocks or we well, should we be should going be for a walk going or, places, but I yeah. couldn't even, I was not even close to even organizing something like that. Like I just, I couldn't even do that. It was just survival through the day. I didn't realize though with littler ones sometimes um, that actually turning the TV off and getting out of the house and doing something sometimes definitely made all of us feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, But there were days also that, it was rainy and I didn't want to go out or I didn't feel well or nobody had slept well. And there was probably more screen time than, Mm -hmm. you know, a pediatrician or somebody would recommend. Yeah, definitely. I remember when, and this is going kind of like the one into two children Mm -hmm. when I felt so terribly sick, like I'd always be really, really sick for like three or four months, Mm -hmm. like being pregnant. And then just things just went out the window. It was just kind of like whatever I could do and whether we were snuggling on the couch and I would kind of fall asleep and, mm-hmm. you know, he's watching something, but we were like right there and I was like touching him. So I knew mm-hmm. he was like right there. Um, and then once I had that little one, I always struggled around that like five to seven months, like very distracted nursing. So sometimes I would try to sneak away to like a dark like mm-hmm. their room or something yeah. like that to try to get like a just a good nursing session yeah. during the day because like everything else was like <clears throat> a couple chaos. minutes there yeah. complete chaos yeah and screens was one way kind of screens and a safe snack and mm-hmm. he would at that point I think he well 18 months like you said it was kind of yeah. hit or miss but yep. I could hear down the hallway if he was getting up to like go and do something else and yeah. I'd go find him but um we'd kind of use it as a tool to like help yeah you know get through some of those times on top of whenever else we had it on I don't know. It's so funny because I feel like we give ourselves like we feel so guilty about using it Mm -hmm. sometimes to recharge our battery or, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. It's just hard because I do think that we need to be engaging with our kids. I do think Mm -hmm. we need to be, you know talking to them and playing with them and we have a no screens for meals except for like Mm -hmm. movie night um rule which i i mean teach their own in terms of rules right um but for us that's really important that they don't equate like screens always with food Um, which is really funny because when eric and i first started dating we would eat dinner in front of the tv like all the time when we first were married too i don't know it's just funny i do and maybe that's a whole nother kind of thing i I think that TV can be very different from like an, like an individual phone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like if you guys picked a movie together mm-hmm. and you are sitting engaging with that, but there's a difference I think also between just sitting on your phone and scrolling through social media that's completely mindless yeah. and things like that. And that's another conversation I often have with teens. Yeah. I'm like, can you pick a movie? Like, can you guys pick a movie that actually has like people and a plot and like you've got to kind of think and like pay attention through instead of like the game? The YouTube or the game. Because I really yeah. do think there's a difference. I mean, we can. Yeah. It's kind of like a whole different thing. But 
So it's funny, yeah. like I think screen time or screens are used, you know, to kind of maybe help us get us a break. Um, mm-hmm. I think there are educational aspects of it as well. Um, it's interesting, I think, as my as I've had more kids, they've probably had more screen time. Um, they've also learned their letters and their numbers and their colors a lot sooner than the ones who didn't have it, which makes me laugh. Um, yeah. But, you know, then you start getting, though, into the ages where they get to or they can navigate the iPad or something mm-hmm. on their own. And where do they land and what are they watching? And it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was pregnant with, <clears throat> I don't know if I was pregnant with Matthew or if I was pregnant with Catherine, but... The boys came to me right before I right before I had the baby and they're like, we did it. We did it. And I was like, what did you do? And they're like, we watched every single video that Mr. Beast has ever made before you had your baby. And I remember looking at them and I had this sheer moment of absolute panic because I had no idea who this person like this Mr. Beast person was. And I had no idea what they had watched and Uh what they had consumed. I felt like seriously the worst parent in the entire world because they could have been watching like I don't know like murder stuff or I I, Mm -hmm. I have no violent stuff I had no idea and I actually sat for those last two weeks in pregnancy in complete denial of it and I was like I don't know who this was they must have consumed thousands of hours of it at this point (laughs) what were they watching it on uh they were watching it in the basement like a laptop no they're watching the tv in the basement and then I had the baby and they came in for they came in to cuddle the baby one night and they said, hey, mom, do you want to watch some Mr. Beast with us? And I had this moment where I was like, no, 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 nope, nope. I have no idea what this was that you mm-hmm. watched and I don't want to. And I'm just going to let it go out of my memory and just give myself grace for the fact that I was really pregnant with a lot of children. And we sat down and we watched it. And thank goodness it was some of the coolest, most wholesome content mm-hmm. I have ever watched. Um, and I always have this little like just appreciation to whoever told um, Mr. Beast to go in that direction in terms of marketing. Because if you go way, 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 way back, he's dropping the F-bomb and doing stupid yeah. stuff. But at some point, I think he realized that that like, you know, nine to 12 year old boy range, it was a really, really good marketing play. Um because it, it, it's great content for the yeah. most part. I mean, there's there's absolutely questionable stuff in there. But, you know, the kids now want to volunteer at the homeless shelter and they want to give money to the guy on the street corner. And thank God that they found something that was actually decent to dig into and watch. But there's also the other side of the Internet and there's bad stuff. But I think mm-hmm. that the way we kind of manage it as a family, right, wrong, who knows, is like if it's not appropriate like, like they're they're going to learn other places what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I think that they probably turn into teenagers and they push those boundaries or whatever. But, you know, that 11 to 8-year-old range now where mm-hmm. I feel them pushing them a little bit. But for the most part, like if they put something on and they hear a word that they're not, they know they're not supposed to say, they will turn it off and they will find something else to watch, mm-hmm. which I think is really rad. Yeah. And, like, this is just, this is just my opinion. Yeah. But I think if you think you can keep topics mm-hmm. yeah. and technology from your kids, yeah. it's a very naive thought. 
Yeah. To be honest. So I think if you can just, I not embrace it as mm-hmm. if you agree with these things, but understand yeah. that it is out there. Yeah. They're going to see it, whether you hold them up in your home mm-hmm. with no screens or not. Um, they're going to find it. They're yeah. going to see it. So mm-hmm. if you can normalize it a bit, normalize the topics and the yeah. discussion and mm-hmm. keep it open. Um, like Nora and I, Nora and I had a really good conversation. I don't know what she was watching because we do have some approved channels and now she's gotten into some, some great ones that I really like, but we've had some before that really hit on some social topics with friends and things like that. And people were doing like jokes. Mm -hmm. It was more like, like funny jokes. But I said, do you think these are always funny to the other person? And Mm -hmm. she's like, no, I don't always think. And so like it really opened up a really good kind of social like discussion Mm -hmm. about friends and relationships and things like that. And so I do think taking a deep breath and realizing they're going to hear it a hundred percent, especially if they're in public school or in any school outside your home. Yeah. Um, and do the best that you can to kind of navigate that and protect mm-hmm. them. Um, you know, it's not just like, here's a computer, you can search whatever you want, but know that they're going to see it Yeah, and be able to like, Hey, let's talk about it. Like, what do you think? And just like you said, like they're smart kids. They know what is appropriate and what's not appropriate. Even my six year olds, they're like, Lennox, are you watching something appropriate? Like yeah. they know what's right and wrong. They know what's, <clears throat> yeah. what's good and, and bad. And I think that that's where our energy as parents need to lie is not necessarily restricting always, but really showing up and really having those family values and have living them every single day and have those hard conversations. Mm-hmm. So the boys have recently discovered YouTube shorts, which they're not allowed to have TikTok, not allowed to watch TikTok or anything. Um, but there's stuff in YouTube shorts that isn't great. Um, mm-hmm. And Alex sent me a video the other day <clears throat> and he wanted me to watch it. And I kind of had pushed him away a few times. I just didn't have the time to actually sit with him and enjoy the content because he wanted me to enjoy it. And suddenly, like the fourth time he asked me, I was like, okay. Let me, you know, remove myself from the little ones, you know, let me make sure they're happy. And then, yes, Mm -hmm. let's watch this together. And the more I watched it, the more I realized that it was completely inappropriate. Mm -hmm. There wasn't swear words, but there was bleeping of things and things. It was just right. It wasn't it, it, it wasn't great. I did not like it. I got so angry at him and I was like, I don't understand how an any world possible you were going to push me to watch this like not only should you not be watching it but you have tried for the last 20 minutes to try and get me to watch it without any sort of like frame of reference to the fact that hey maybe this isn't funny like maybe this is kind of gross and I I mean I don't know where exactly we landed we landed with him crying and and it wasn't I mean it wasn't good but I realized in that moment that I had kind of shamed him in a way that like he absolutely shouldn't Maybe he shouldn't have. I don't know. Eric and I had a conversation then about it. And then we're talking about a stupid YouTube short on our like 15 minutes of like time away from mm-hmm. our kids. And we're going back and forth. And he was like, it really wasn't that bad. You didn't watch it to the end. And I'm like, I don't care if I didn't watch it to the end. I said they were swearing in it and he shouldn't be watching it at eight years old. And he kind of said exactly what you just said, like in the sense of like, you can't protect them forever. Like he knew that those words were wrong. He's not going to repeat them. They were bleeped out. Like the actual content of it was kind of funny. And I'm like, I I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. It's so hard. 
Yeah, and we have the whole, and I know it's <clears> not necessarily screens, but they hear it a lot on screens, is just language in general. Uh-huh. And I remember, I feel like I was like, I was on vacation and I remember it vividly um, at the beach and I was outside jump roping or doing that skip thing on your uh-huh. foot or yeah. something like that. Like when you were a kid? And I, yeah, and I messed it up. I was like probably 11 or something like that. And I said like, I really don't want to cuss on this, but uh-huh. I said like the S word and uh-huh. not like the stupid word. And <laughs> so cause th- that's the way my kids put it. Yeah. No mom, the other S word. I'm like, okay. Um, and my mom heard me from inside and legit like washed my mouth out with soap, like legit once? soap in my you mouth. You said it once and she washed. Yeah. And it just, it's always stuck in my mind and I just don't think what, it did any good. What stuck in your mind in that moment? Like, the consequence or like I and here's here's where I am as a parent is I said it out of frustration I didn't say it to to anybody it wasn't directed at another human being and that is I think where I kind of now land is I've heard them out of my boys mouths Mm -hmm. I have not heard them out of my girls mouths yet I'm sure my guess is they've said it but anyways we have the conversation about language and how you want to choose to use it and how it could come across to other people is it using it towards other people is it just out of literally Mm -hmm. venting and getting some frustration out because i'm human and i do that and Mm -hmm. i'm not necessarily going to punish you for that yep but also where are you using it because if it's in the home we have little kids that are here so these are like the honest like open conversations Mm -hmm. i will have like with lennox my oldest um but it's also coming from screens. So yep. when he, they are watching, I'm like, you, this is your life. Like you get to choose how much do you really want to be exposed from that? Do you really enjoy hearing it? And he's like, no, I mean like it doesn't mean it. And I was like, this is what, like you got to think, like you get to choose like how much you want to be exposed to this. Yeah. Um, now I have to say like, he doesn't, he's not sitting there watching mm-hmm. things with a lot of it. And, and some of it is bleeped out. Yeah. It's kind of like some video and stuff or some gaming things and stuff like that. But I, it's, it just made me yeah. think about yeah that and the open conversation again, yeah. which I think it just but comes you back have to like, it's so crazy. Cause it's almost like this. Cause okay, we didn't have this, like we had other stuff, but like growing up, like this was not, <laughs> this is not our reality. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't have content everywhere you know searching for us Mm -mm. and it's so interesting too because so you have the you have the one side where I was not happy with what he was watching Mm -hmm. and I just thought it was crazy that he thought that I would be happy with it but then the other side I was sitting in the family room yesterday and Nathan looked at me and he was like hey you know when Lily lies like that who's the dog it really means that she trusts you because she's in a really vulnerable position right now. She was on her back with her legs and her uh-huh. and her and you know and her legs splayed open. Yeah. And I just I mean I kind of giggled under my breath because it was like kind of hilarious, but I was like, "Oh." I said, "Really?" And he, like and he was like, "And when she does this with her head, it means that she loves you or something." And I was like, "Where did you learn that?" And Alex comes in and adds to the whole conversation about dog science and nonverbal communication mm-hmm. from dogs. And they had learned it on YouTube Shorts, and mm-hmm. like they had all of this information about it. And Nathan's like, "And I'm going to teach her how to do this, or I'm going to make sure that when she does this, I do this because that means that I'm receptive to it." And da 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 da. And I was like, "Wow." Yeah. Like we had like maybe a like a CD at some point that I could put into the computer that was like an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the extent of my high school like screens. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like AOL came out like my junior year mm-hmm. of high school. We had the internet for the first time. 
Yeah. Remember, you would like get on to see if anybody's there. Like it was not just like send a message uh-huh. and someone's going to know that you're there. And say, yeah. it's so crazy. It's but, yeah. nutty, 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 nutty. But I mean, I think that like, I don't know. And then like, so you have like, talk about the oldest, talk about the youngest. Then you have the middle ones who do try to explore YouTube. They get into like these little watching other families play with toys and like the voices make me want to throw the iPad across the freaking room. Do you have those like the, like the, not the Ryan plays stuff, but like the other, like, you know, I don't know. Mine have kind of gotten out of it a little bit. Like Nora is super into like illustrating and drawing now and she's actually pretty good. So she finds, I wonder where that comes from. The tutorials. Yeah. And she wants like shading things and stuff like that for Christmas. So this is our latest one. I'm like, Nora, we're, you know, I'd like you to hop off that because she likes to also watch like the hobby horses and like Uh horse education and like, Uh which is cool. Like you're actually learning something, but I'm like, I'd love for you to look and do something else. And so then she comes like five minutes later, she's like, well, mom, do you know where this computer is? Because I want to do the drawings. I'm like, no, but like, I want you to get your eyes off the screen. Like yeah. literally there is that there's screen so does your eyes. Information and she's out like, there. But, but I want to draw mom. Like that's not screen time. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, this is a little bit of the battle to where yeah. I'm like, well, can you go like, it was like 75 degrees out too. And so I'm like, find a balance between your eyes on the screen and whether you're drawing yeah. or something else. Mm-hmm. I said, you can also draw from a still life. I'm like, we can make a bouquet. We can go yeah. collect something and you can draw a still life thing. It doesn't have to be from the screen. She's like, but they teach me, mom. Yeah. I'm like, oh That's my what, gosh. So obviously I lost yeah. the battle. She drew, <laughs> she drew a really, really pretty like woman's face. Uh-huh. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I, and I have yeah. to think like, I didn't lose anything. It wasn't that, but it is, it's a really hard yeah. thing to find a balance yeah. between these things. And then there's Linux who just got a phone. He's 14. And honestly, he's probably one of the latest kids like to ever mm-hmm. get a phone. But the things that he finds too, he's only has Instagram, which pretty much like you said with the reels and all that he sees a whole lot more than maybe we'd like him to but like that's all he has as far as like social media app which i'm sure he knows all about the other ones but um he came downstairs and he had all these written like workouts that he was wanting to do to get stronger and like and so he's in the garage i'm like where do you where did you get all this and he's like well like i've got the workouts like off instagram and like volleyball pages and stuff like that so it's it it's is so that really hard. that balance between yeah. what technology, what it can teach and expose. Yeah. Like there's some really, really good things that come of it. Yeah. But it's also finding that balance. And we see, we have the whole conversation that it's not like kids have too much screen. Mm-hmm. We really come at it from, we all struggle. Like I struggle. Like mm-hmm. dad has screens. We all have yeah. screens. And so I try to keep the conversation like that. Yeah. Like every human struggles with screens and how do we find kind of a balance in our life I, with that? And I think that there are very easy ways to lock down the actual like talking to people on yeah. the computer. And his is locked. It yeah. opens up at 7 a.m. It shuts down at yeah. 9 p.m. But and like the yeah. whole like people being afraid <laughs> of predators and talking and stuff. I mean, we're not, they don't have interaction with anybody. There's, they go online a little bit on mm-hmm. the, um, switch to play like yeah. some games but we but talk other about than that, it yeah and you talk about it and i think that so much of this comes back to what's happening within the house like it's mm-hmm. not the screens i feel like that are somewhat the issue if they're getting mm-hmm. that emotional connection and that validation and that right from wrong and feeling connected and 
really a part of the family. My hope is that the screens aren't giving them something that they're trying to search for other places. I don't know. But I mean, you make the comment about Nora drawing. I had no idea that there were YouTube tutorials until Caroline started to like bring me a picture every morning. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, how did she draw that? Makeup too. I'm sure she's done makeup makeup from there. Yeah. It's like there's crazy stuff to me. It's fascinating to me, but it's really hard because this will often come up in conversation sometimes with my mom Mm -hmm. and maybe you have the conversations too. And it's always like, Oh, the kids are just so much on screens. And like, I want to bring up so many things that like, it's not, always a bad thing uh-huh. and i think it does expose it can expose your kids to some things that yes they're not ready for they're not appropriate but it also opens up these avenues like the drawing or makeup uh-huh. or working out yep. or whatever yeah. really you're looking for you can find through technology and it can open up incredible conversations mm-hmm. and it can help you yeah. because i did not have those conversations And if we're talking about what's going on in the home, if you're Uh not having those conversations and you're just pretending these things don't exist, these kids are way smarter than you think you, you think they are. And what I love about it too is like, I, we have a very white privileged family and I mean, not, not going to ignore that. Um, Mm -hmm. My kids are homeschooled. They're on computers. They all each have a MacBook. Cool part though, is that they see parts of the world and parts of just other people that they would never see without technology as much. Mm. Not from the sense that I don't want to show them it. It's just this, our, our life right now. I mean, we have six young kids. We live on a farm. I run a business. They're able to dive into other cultures. They're able to talk to their friends. Like it's just, it allows a certain level of connection and understanding. I feel like of the world and the pro- it's not going anywhere. No, like they either the can learn now. It's almost like alcohol. Like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's not. But like, I feel like you it's like learning how to have a healthy relationship with something. Because it's always going to be there. You know, you always can go to the grocery store and buy alcohol. Like you're always going to have technology at your fingertips. It's not it's not not going to change. We it's can pretend like anywhere. it's not, you know, but it's mm-hmm. it's not. And what's really cool is like so Eric's very big. My husband is really big into. I don't know, like so many ways he's anti-technology. He's like, let's, you know, dinner around the family, you know, dinner around the table every night and you know spending time together but he's also the first one he gave the boys our old phones he locked them down like they don't have like Mm self-service on them they just have internet he wants them to know how to use them he wants them to be able to take them apart he wants them to be able to put them together put a new screen on them all three kids have macbooks they've had to figure out on their own he get he gave them their email address and their login and everything else they have to either like ask specific questions on how to get it on there or whatever Mm -hmm. but they can facetime their grandparents now Mm -hmm. like alex wanted sushi for dinner the other night and I was like Alex I can't do it like I we can't go out so he FaceTimed his grandmother and said hey will you take me out for get sushi like those are the moments where I'm like oh my gosh like I wish I had mm-hmm. that growing up yeah you know like it's so rad so mm-hmm. cool so I mean maybe this is just a really optimistic take on it but like it's like any other thing that can be really dangerous I think it's our job as parents to teach kids how to set boundaries and how to have responsible, healthy relationships with it. Yeah. You can't, you can't keep these things from them. 
you yeah. better while they're there with you yeah is to dive into them and yeah. talk about all the options all the choices they can make yeah. all the consequences all the good things they can get out of yeah. it you know I, you set family rules you, you set can't boundaries. hide these things yeah. yeah and then you teach them how to be responsible with them and there are, like you said, as you get older and it's mm-hmm. more into a phone, you can. Yeah. There are apps, my husband and I, and we still use it. He's had a phone for, since June, yeah, six months. We're still learning things on how, what we can do. And uh-huh. he requests, he has to request an app. Uh-huh. Every app has to be approved if he wants to download it. Yeah. Um, you know, we told him up front, if you want a phone, I have the law. I can get into your phone at any time. If you're not okay with those rules, you're welcome to stick with. We use Gizmo watches, which we love. Yeah. Um, he was fine with that. And at some point, I said each year, kind of the restrictions will change. Mm-hmm. And at some point, 100% 18, it is your phone, 100%. Mm-hmm. We don't don't have to get into it. But um, yeah, yeah, it kind of changes. Just, and we're just kind of growing yeah. and changing And with I think that. it's scary. I think it's just like anything other, anything else. You listen to the media. You listen to the, the people who tell you to restrict it, to do whatever. And I mean, I think mm-hmm. that there's a difference between the word restricting and having boundaries and really, truly yeah. teaching them how to be responsible with technology. Yeah. One thing I am seeing that's a little bit difficult for me to grasp is come ninth grade, like if he does a sport or anything like that, mm-hmm. they have a team chat, like a That's text crazy. message. So his phone somehow got shattered. Like this was like a month ago or whatever. Well, I kind of had to email the coach. Well, he emailed the coach and he said, coach, I'm, I'm out of a phone. So he couldn't message with his team. He like that kind of stuff. So it That's is crazy. so integrated into life, yeah. even at a high school level that it's like they almost need one to f- to function and to do these activities, which I do like because the coach is encouraging um, communication and and independence. Yeah. Uh, But it's a little bit difficult for me. It's like he almost has to have one, but it's like, that's kind of forcing me into something that like, maybe I am or, I mean, it's fine. He has one, but it's almost like he has to. So thankfully there are ways that you can help navigate and control and just help protect him a little bit on it. But so anyways, just you all do you, but just know that, you know, screens aren't going anywhere. Just got to teach them how to be responsible with them. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks.